Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jaron Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. The issue talking to teams is that he's played nine years in the league. They worry about the tread, the mileage. Has he lost a bit of the speed? So he's maybe not a big money player at this point. That's why he could continue to wait, see what injuries happen around the league or what happens in the draft, and then seize his opportunity. And he got Stephon Gilmore. Several teams, I'm told, have been in the mix on him. They believe he can still play in a big way. You're hearing a little bit of the Chiefs. I know they've talked about him a lot internally. Philadelphia Eagles, a little bit of the Raiders. So there will be suitors. It just depends on how much they're willing to spend because he's over 30 years old. But this is a former defensive player of the year. He will have a job. just depends on when. That is Jeremy Fowler from ESPN. You know what it looked like? Uh, Stephon Gilmore got traded from the Patriots. Was that last year's? offseason or early in the season that he got traded? Yeah, I believe yes. so. Yep. And so when it looked like that, didn't it look like the Panthers got kind of a steal? Absolutely. But they only had him for a year, and the Patriots once again showing they're pretty smart, right? I mean, not to say Gilmore's not a good player anymore, not going to help, but it's still a little bit of buyer beware right now. It's not like everybody's jumping at Gilmore who's around. We talked about it a little bit earlier in the show, so I think it just once again shows the Patriots sometimes can be very good at the timing of all this. No, for sure. I mean, you know, with Gilmore, you talk about one of the best corners in the league. It's just the fact of New England didn't want to pay him. And New England, if you look at their track record and their history, they don't really ever really pay their big name free agents, especially on defense. So, um, you know, they, they got him out before it got ugly, and he goes to Carolina. And I'm not sure like, what the conversations were like in Carolina or even how well he did in Carolina because, well, Carolina was kind of a mess last year a little bit. But one would think that if he's a free agent now, he probably doesn't want to go back to Carolina because, well, they're kind of in a rebuilding process. Yeah, there's um, a lot of talk. Do you know what else I was looking at that? A lot of talk about Car Carolina. What I was about to say is I, I saw last night during these mock draft conversations that I guess Carolina doesn't have another draft pick after number six overall until the fourth round, guys. Oof. Yeah, bro, they got Darnold. What an, what an easy shocker mock. I mean, not only that, but don't they have to take QB? At six? Oh, I think so. Same answer to the last question. Yeah, bro, they got Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it's just pretty wild. Uh, I think all of a sudden it's coming like unglued for rule, and and it just isn't panning out. Just I mean, like their quarterback situations, um, that not enough wins, not enough trending in the right direction, and now they're pigeonholed a little bit in some of these spots. Just doesn't seem like it's worked out almost anything they've done. See, I mean, that's that, that's what it is, though. It's the quarterback situation. I mean, you talk about a defense who was top five in the NFL. You talk about an offense who has skilled players like DJ Moore. I think, and I'm still a believer in Robbie Anderson, and when Christian McCaffrey's healthy, is one of the better running backs in the league. They just need a quarterback. And, you know, Rule has swung and missed now on Sam Darnold. Like, yeah, this could be his last go-around, but now at least he's dra At least, like, I'm sure he's done his due diligence. He's going to get his guy in the draft, and we'll see what happens from there. Casey, you do a show with Brian Middleton, Action Sports Shack so T, by the way, which will uh, start happening every day starting true. next week mm -hmm. on ESPN 690. He's a Carolina guy. I mean, if you're a Carolina Panther fan, which I don't know many, uh, I know you were a Darnold fan, yeah. uh, but not a Panther fan. I mean, how nervous are those guys? I mean, this thing is, that was an eight-year commitment to rule. 
They may eat, like, at least half of that and get out from it if he doesn't do anything this year. Yeah, there's there's frustration, I can sense, from Brian Middleton. He, he wants them to uh, – because what Austin said is absolutely true. Like, they have good, talented players on offense and defense, but you swung and missed with Sam Darnold, which I was incredibly wrong on. Thought he was going to be a baller. Turns out he's still seeing ghosts. <laughs> so, yeah, I think if – you can't – you get lucky if you pick a quarterback once and you make a mistake and get to pick a second one. Kind of a different situation, but they did pick Sam Darnold in a weird way. You traded up, you gave capital for him. So if you don't pick quarterback here or you pick and it's the wrong move, you're done. You're going to eat some cash, and Matt Rule's going to go back to Baylor or something. Yeah, and I thought, like, some, one of the things they were talking about, it was a pretty good point. It's like, will you take Kenny Pickett, who could be a little bit more of a um, right-now guy, or a Malik Willis, who has a lot more upside, and but you might have to wait it out. Like, Pickett, you might have to go with him because he might uh, – Rule might need him to do something right away, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, listen, I think I guess I'm in the minority at this point. Now, granted, didn't go well with Sam Darnold, so, but I think Kenny Pickett is good, and I think he can be quality. So, yeah, to your point, if you need a guy that needs to play right away, I think it has to be Kenny Pickett. Uh, I know Austin, that's your guy, Malik Willis, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think Kenny Pickett's going to be good. Who has done well, guys? You look at now, I go through the league, right? Buffalo's done a really good job of building. New England's always been a blueprint about how they've done it. They had the quarterback in place forever. I'm still, let's look at the next five years without, you know, if Mac isn't like Tom Brady. If Mac's Mac, then they, they won't have to worry about it much. Miami has really done a brilliant job over the last couple of years, I think, now that they've put everything in place. If they have the quarterback, that's a big if, but they're really good around them, right? Yeah, I mean, I think Cincinnati's up there now as well. You know, I mean, that's that's what it takes. We're talking about the Indianapolis Colts all the time. You know, that they're a quarterback away. I mean, it is the most important position of all professional sports. And, you know, it's a reason why I think, like, you know, when you talk about the, the Giants and then their coaching carousel, well, you know, they went after their guy in Daniel Jones. They drafted him where they drafted him. They sacrificed to get him. And then... You know, it just didn't work out. Like, at least Matt Rule's got going, okay, you took a chance on Sam Darnold. You gave up a lot to get him. It didn't work out. But was he truly your guy or was Sam Darnold the victim of circumstance? Just like was Carson Wentz a victim of circumstance? Just like is Matt Ryan going to be a victim of circumstance? I think you get a little bit of a longer leash when you say, hey, let's go after a, maybe a free agent or trade for a veteran quarterback. Maybe he's not playing his best. I can get the best out of him, and let's see where the cards fall, as opposed to saying, we're going to draft a quarterback in the first round. We're going to teach him our ways and hopefully groom him to be who we want him to be, and then it falls through. I go through this list, all right? The Jets, yeah, they're still a work in progress. Cincinnati seemingly has done it the right way, made a good move and chase. Then they went and got linemen this offseason. Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh. Cleveland, when well, I got Deshaun Watson, and I think I said this to somebody today, guys. Do you think Cleveland, you can make the case, maybe in the AFC as the best roster now that they have Deshaun Watson? Can you make that case with the Cleveland Browns? Uh, uh, I think the Chargers are in that category, too. Buffalo as well. Oh, no, to me, it's the Rams all day. Not even a question. No, I say the AFC. Oh, I'm sorry, AFC. Um, Sleepy good roster on, on the Browns, which has been um, kind of a little bit under the radar because of Baker and all the tension on him and also their inability to find consistent success. But they have a lot of good players on that roster. Whew, yeah, I mean, I think the Browns are definitely up there. Um, I mean, it's hard to ignore the Bengals after they just went to the Super Bowl. I would, That's interesting, though. Remember, they just had Deshaun Watson now. So yeah, I know. Like, I'm well, wondering what that. Watson? Well, yeah, it, it, that's you got to assume, right, that they're getting yeah. the old Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yeah. 
but like I really like the Chargers roster, right? The Chargers yeah. roster to me is good. As do I. Yeah. Buffalo's roster is pretty darn good front to back. It's got a lot of depth to it. I can buy stuff on a lot. Listen, 11 teams we said in the AFC think they're going to go to a Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of good rosters. I'm just telling you, Cleveland is a team now that they've added Deshaun. The rest of the roster looks like that much better. Let me ask you this. Would you take Herbert or Deshaun Watson right now? Oh, that's a good question. I, I'm, I think I would take Herbert, man. I, I'm not. Um, I've never been like a. You've had to talk me into at times. Deshaun's like a top six, seven guy in the NFL. So for my money, I think I'd, I'd take Herbert in uh, the upside after these first two years. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably lean that way too, just because he seems to be on the rise. You know, in Deshaun Watson, you're not sure what you're gonna get. But, yeah, I mean, I think that the Browns and Chargers on paper for sure um, are two great-looking teams. Now, whether or not they can parlay that into, into making a run, time will tell. Because I always feel like I feel like it's the same story every single year with the Chargers, where on paper they look fantastic. Now, injuries happen, obviously, and things like that. But, like, the Chargers always have the roster since they can never put it together. I mean, they, finally, they finally figured it out and put it together. It's interesting we got on the Carolina point of view, so it got me thinking of people who have misstepped a little. Like, I think you can make the case right now, if Indianapolis doesn't get it right with Matt Ryan, we're going to look back at this handful of years and say, my gosh, they just couldn't get it right. Why? Because they couldn't get the quarterback right, mostly. Uh, you look at what Carolina's done. You guys are saying it. Pretty good roster. Can't get the quarterback right. I think a similar case, guys, in Washington look like they have a good coaching staff in play. They've had a good defense. They have some good players. They have a guy like McLaurin. They have Gibson. They've been able to get some good talent but their quarterback situation has held them back yeah very true and that's what it comes down to is the quarterback situation i mean you know it's one thing if you got a guy who you can kind of bring along you can you see okay is this gonna be the guy going forward or not but when the writing's on the wall um you know like a baker mayfield i mean i don't we may never know exactly what was wrong with baker mayfield or how hurt he was you know like we hear the rumblings um he says it himself but, like, how much did it truly affect him? I guess we'll find out on the next team he's on. If Bacon Mayfield comes out on the next team that he's on and, and, and he just tears the, do- the, the league apart and he's, in, you know, he's, a, he's a pro bowler, okay, well, then maybe the injuries were justified. Maybe it wasn't a great fit in Cleveland. But at least the optics, what they look like right now, you got a guy in Baker Mayfield who maybe had the, the wrong kind of attitude, maybe just didn't gel well with people like Odell Beckham Jr., um, and they had to replace him, and, and they did with maybe a better quarterback. Time will tell. Yeah, the um, you look at Washington, they got to get that right. I feel like Washington and Carolina are in the similar boat where they kind of, it feels like they missed on the big group that they could have got uh, at the QB position, but it certainly comes down to the ability to do that and get that position uh, figured out in, in the correct way. This leads me to one last topic here across the broad NFL here, football at five action sports checks on ESPN 690. As we head into a month where the NFL draft will take place, off-season condition getting going soon, especially for the Jags who have a new coach. But doesn't everybody seemingly have a new coach in the NFL like a third of the league after this offseason? The San Francisco 49ers, do they have to be careful to jump to Lance when you have a roster that's ready? Like, we're talking about Carolina. We're talking about Washington. And I get it that San Fran thinks they've got their guy, Austin. But they don't know they have their guy. They've had a guy that's been able to get them pretty darn close to, the, to win the ring. 
Yeah, yeah. And I think that is almost – it's such a weird position to be in for San Fran. I like the aggressive play they made to look to the future. Jimmy did a nice enough job to hold them off on the Trey Lance stuff and now make them think twice. Of course, this surgery muddies things up a bit. But I would say San Fran's in an interesting spot. They better be right on Trey Lance, being able to uh, make their team that much better. Because if he brings them back the other way, they're going to miss a window of opportunity with a good football team. So here's the thing with Trey Lance, I believe. Where, like, when Trevor Lawrence was drafted, what did we expect? Dude, you got to come be the savior of this team. Like, we need you. you you got to turn this whole thing around. It's going to fall on your shoulders. I think with a guy like Trey Lance, he came into a great situation, obviously, with Jimmy Garoppolo being the starting quarterback, so you could sit back and learn. But if you look at Jimmy's numbers last year, I mean, a 68% completion percentage, that's, that's awesome. Uh, he went 9-6, and six, uh, 3,810 yards passing, and 20 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Now, the 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, like, that doesn't blow anybody's doors off. It's not going to knock your socks off by any means. But it's just enough to get your team, you know, into the playoffs. It, it, just enough to get your team to do what they have to do. Trey Lance is in a great situation because Trey Lance doesn't have to be the man. He's going to play in an offense that is going to be very quarterback-friendly in terms of running the football, changing direction, all those types of things. So I think that, yeah, I think Trey Lance is going to be the guy this year, and I think you're going to see Jimmy Garoppolo preseason game number two or three do much like what I had to do today and do shock your mock first and then do an NBA slam poetry next and then have to try to, you know, rally himself and try to do this WrestleMania breakdown with all these picks. Like, it's going to be a big workload, I think, for Jimmy Garoppolo in the second or third preseason game to try to showcase him to get him out of there. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. They might have that small window of opportunity to do that. Uh, we did get a fine uh, tweet when I said maybe the Browns have a top three roster in the AFC. Uh, this response says Jax needs to clean house, including all media members. Third-rate idiots. Nice. <laughs> hey, I didn't speak on behalf of everybody else. I said I. You don't have to get rid of everybody. Just get rid of me. Uh, oh, yeah, Colin Cap. Yeah, he wasn't talking about me. You're good. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's your issue, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried about him. Colin Kaepernick, uh, did you see this? He's going to throw at Michigan's, um, what do they have, their, uh, their scrimmage, their annual game. Okay. And he's been invited by Harbaugh anyway to be around the program. And uh, now he's going to essentially have like a pro day of sorts at Michigan. And uh, NFL teams are invited to go. Will anybody go? <sighs> That's a good question. Um. I mean, so it's it's the it's a spring game or it's a pro not a spring game, but it's like the, it's a spring game. It's a spring game. Okay, yeah. Um, they already had their pro day. Yeah, me. I have a hard time believing realistically that a team would show up just because I think if a team wanted Colin Kaepernick, they would already ask him for a workout. You know, if they're interested, because um, teams can just do that. So I'm not sure if a team is going to show up. I, I'd probably on air on the side of no. Why do I feel like? Like, if somebody signed Kaepernick, it would be a mega story, right? But, Austin, I don't get the sense in how far... Uh, maybe we haven't come as far as I think we have. But I don't get the sense that it would be as polarizing as it was three years ago, four years ago, five years ago. Yes, there'd be some level of polarization to this. But I don't get the sense that it would be like, I can't believe it, you know, this big uproar, a story every day for three months. Like... I'm actually to the point where I think somebody could sign Kaepernick and you could make him your backup quarterback with a chance if he gets a chance like any backup quarterback. And it would be highly publicized, but not over the top, bring in the circus kind of attention. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I think a lot of that, it's weird because, like, I still think if he was to get, you know, brought onto a team, I think that would be a big deal. But it's, you know, this is kind of the way the world works where now we're we're on to Flores, right? We're we're on to different types of things. And um, it all kind of falls underneath the same umbrella. But it's just I I think the longer that that Kaepernick, like, holds out, it's like with any kind of news story. Like, the longer it goes on, the more it kind of becomes forgotten about a little bit. Um, I I think really that the only talking points that bring Kaepernick back into the conversation are when we have a backup quarterback who gets an opportunity and he stumbles and he fails. And then the conversation is, well, this backup quarterback gets a shot, but Colin Kaepernick can't get a shot. And also I think just the way that offenses are going these days where you do have guys like Taysom Hill. Um, Who's the the cat in uh, Miami? Uh, played for the Colts, backup quarterback. Brissett? Thank you, yeah. A guy, Jacoby Brissett, where you bring him in on, like, you know, it's it's not a wild guy because he's a quarterback, but you essentially bring him in when it's, like, third and one, and you run the football with him. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, a, a, this, a lot of teams are, are starting to do this now a little bit, and I think Kaepernick could could fill that role. I mean, how, how could he not? So I think those conversations still get brought up, obviously, in terms of the way offenses are rammed these days and the, the way, like, you know, backup quarterbacks look. But obviously, it's not to the extent of which we had a couple years back. Well, listen, in our sports world, and we've discussed this many a times, guys, over the last few years on this show here on ESPN 690, it's an interesting deal that sometimes polarizing figures become sympathetic figures. We look at a guy like Mike Tyson, right? We've talked about him before. Uh, as polarizing as you can get and, and, and then some. And now almost like this sympathetic kind of personality figure uh, in a way, I think Tiger Woods fits this to a degree. Um, and don't I'm not going full sympathy here, but people put their arms around the story is my point. And then I just wonder if I'm not saying Kaepernick will become a sympathetic figure type of story like those guys, but I think time changes some of the views of it. And I'm just wondering now as if it would be as big a circus uh, adding him to a roster as it, it would have been three to five years ago. And the answer I come back with is probably not. Now listen, this is a guy who believes. I look at the the stories coming out today, and I think somebody said like a Nick Mullins signed somewhere for like a year, two and a half million dollar deal as a backup quarterback. And I'm like, why can that guy sign a deal and nobody wants Blake Bortles to be their backup quarterback? Mm -hmm. Like, I've had that stance for a while now, right? I don't think Bortles is going to be a guy who's going to lead a team and to a championship and a division title and a lot of wins. But I also, at his age and what he's done and how much experience he has, I don't understand his lack of opportunities in a backup role. Yet, Nick Mullins? Like, you know, like, it doesn't do much for me. Yeah, it doesn't do a lot for anybody. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's 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 the argument that will always be brought up in terms of that guy gets an opportunity, but then why doesn't somebody else, you know? Yeah, and, and by the way, I don't just see it from a Kaepernick point of view. I see it from also a, a like I said, a Blake Bortles point of view, who, by the way, might still be on the Saints roster uh, to some degree. But you get my point. He's been in and out of the NFL over the last couple of years. He's probably been fishing quite a bit. Now he can fish quite a lot with Brandon Linder. We welcome in our Florida Sportsman Fishing Report with Captain Rick Riles heading into the weekend after a miserable day yesterday. A beautiful day today, Captain Rick. Yeah, but how about if you quit retiring all these guys to go fishing? The ocean's getting crowded already. We don't, we don't need it anymore. Hey, Brent, I got a question I've been meaning to ask you. I've Uh-oh. been listening to a lot of the national shows, and they're talking about St. Peter's and the great David and Goliath stories after the Kentucky game and all. When JU lost to UCLA um, and Sidney Wicks, that team, 
was that the national championship game? I know it was in the final four, but was yes. that the national championship game or the game before? It was a national championship game. I thought so, yeah. And, and by the way, Captain Rick, uh, you bring it up in a good week, uh, the, the passing of Joe Williams, the coach of that team. Uh, took place last weekend, and obviously a legend at JU. And I think a lot of people, you know, you think about Jacksonville University basketball, you think about the Cinderella's from Gonzaga to all the way this year to St. Peter's, but Jacksonville University in their Final Four and that run that they made with Artis Gilmore, Joe Williams, etc., is widely considered like the Cinderella moment. Like it might have been like the oh. birth of Cinderella, thanks to the JU Dolphins. Oh, by the way, they they did knock off a, a coach named Adolph Rupp in that in that run. Um, mm-hmm. They did beat Kentucky to, to to get there, so it ain't like they had. Any, I realize that the competition wasn't as tough then as it is now, but they didn't have an easy road to get to UCLA. I promise you. No way, they did not. Let's talk, let's talk a little fishing. Tough day today. Unfortunately, the ocean is really dirty. Um, it, it blew so long and so hard, and I don't see it calming down much tomorrow. I think Sunday will be the first day of what has been some exceptional surf fishing getting back going. I uh, talked with David Boyce. Of course, Brent, I don't have to tell you that we had a warm hatch today because it's a new moon, and, and I know that you keep up with that, and you worry about when the worms are going to hatch. Well, today was the day, and it made the red fishing tough. It won't last long. It's a minor one. They're probably going to be back fighting tomorrow. All in all, it looks to me like tomorrow is going to still be pretty dirty water, pretty tough fishing. Sunday and Monday right now look excellent. We'll be back tomorrow morning, of course, at 7 to 9 to talk about it on the Florida Sportsman Show and back on Monday with another fishing report brought to you by Workman's Quick Fix Plumbing and CSS Landscaping. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, Captain Rick. Have a good weekend, man. By the way, a little history lesson. If you just uh, want to know who else they beat that tournament, Western Kentucky, Iowa, Kentucky, uh, State Bonaventure, and then lost to UCLA in the national championship game back in 1970. Uh, the late Joe Williams passed away this past week. Uh, certainly engineered that, along with Artis Gilmore, so many fantastic players. What a story it was uh, for the JU Dolphins. All right, we take a break. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. We're doing this. WrestleMania picks. We'll tell you where to take your money to Vegas. I'd listen to me if I were you, not the other guys. I'm the expert. You don't need an expert for your picks, do you? We'll be back on ESPN 690. What's happening at WrestleMania? Should be fun. Casey, could it be? Is it really going to happen? Are we, are we teasing this, by the way, on Twitter? What? Field for the Masters Tournament as of 5 o'clock on a Friday. It's 91 players deep. It's got the likes of Daniel Berger, Patrick Cantlay, Lucas Glover, uh, Dustin Johnson, Sandy Lyle, the old-timer, gets to play, Jose Berlia, Ola Thobble. Webb Simpson, VJ Singh going to tee it up. Jordan Speed three-putted from three feet today. He'll be playing. Bubba Watson, two-time champ. He'll be playing. Oh, we get down to the W's. Gary Woodland, he'll be playing. Tiger Woods still on the playing list for the Masters in 2022. Don't. You can't say it's happening yet. But as of 5 o'clock on a Friday, as of 5.30 on a Friday, Tiger Woods is still in the Masters field. That is 
surprising. I, I didn't see that. I'm glad you've been following it. I was uh, updating wrestling pictures. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that is that is good news, and uh, I will be excited to see if it happens. Long way to go, but in a relative term, long way to go. But uh, we'll see. By the way, Austin, for some golf talk for you, mm-hmm. Charles Howell III, he's in third. Oh, really? Check Casher. Yeah. Like, is there still a lot of, uh... Well, two days. Yeah, well, no, I know, <laughs> I know how that works, but there's still, like, a lot of field left. Like, have they all gone out yet? Uh, I mean, the it's afternoon like the wave is finishing up, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, pretty good so far. Not yeah, bad. You're in a good spot. Local guy, Russell Knox, uh, had the lead after round one. He's plus one today, but right in the middle of it. So, that's nice. Who did you pick, uh, Casey? Uh, oh, uh, Kevin Streelman. He's in, like, 20th or something. Yeah, he's 28th. Not bad. Three under... Who did I pick? Uh, Lonto uh, Lonto Griffin. Griffin. He old oh, big round today by Lotto. Went 75 in the open at 18, but came back with a 66. One of the rounds of the day, three under par, right in the mix, tied with Kevin Streelman at 28. Getting excited about golf today. You really are. We'll be in Augusta, by the way, Monday, Tuesday, if I haven't told you that. I doubt anybody else will, so we like to brag about that. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. When I say nobody else will, I mean nobody else from, like, here. Sure. You know, Austin's going to have a conniption if we don't get to this. I'm just oh, no, it's to... all good. It's all good. It's totally WrestleMania. It's Listen, it's fine. we're about to do 10 minutes on WrestleMania. I had to get at least three minutes in on, on like, the biggest that story That is how going. it works, I guess. Yeah, that is true. Hey, all right, let's talk about what's trending. Yeah, I bet he is. I don't know. Where's my phone? Not on my phone. He's not. Monday. Monday, by the way, if Tiger, like, officially says, oh, I'm in. It's a bigger story than WrestleMania, Five the minutes. Final Four, and anything else. You want to make a bet? Yep. You think Tiger Woods playing in the Masters is bigger than WrestleMania? Yes. How many people are going to watch Tiger Woods at the Masters? Uh, I don't know. Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands at the Masters? How many people are going to watch on TV? Everybody around the globe. Mm, okay. My number one trending is Mickey Mouse for some reason. <laughs> go to sports, man. Come on. Let's Mickey that, Mouse this thing up and go WrestleMania right now nonetheless. We're making picks, baby. Let's do it. All right, Casey, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to bring up these pictures of the WrestleMania cards. Are we, are, are we teasing this, by the way, on Twitter or not? Probably should. Uh, I will. Don't worry, I'll put it out there. I'll put it out there. I will just say. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Casey, I, I gave Casey a couple of the matches, and I say a couple, a bunch of the matches, maybe a baker's dozen, if you will, um, of the matches taking place at WrestleMania, Dallas, Texas, the most stupendous um, two nights in wrestling. As it's going to be a two-nighter here, so it's going to be Saturday and Sunday. Be sure to check your local listings, everybody. But Casey will put up the picture. P- excuse me. P- Casey put up the picture. Brent, you say what you see in the picture. Who you think is going to win? I will then say who the wrestlers are. Casey will make his picks, and then I'll bring my pick in the end, and then we'll go uh, top to bottom in terms of, of the card. Is that cool with you? You just tell me what to do, and I'll say yes. First okay. one should be up. All right. The first picture is up, Brent. Out of these two guys, who you think is going to win this WrestleMania match? Okay. It takes a little bit longer for me to go. Can... Um I'm going to pick the uh, guy on the right. Okay, I mean, are you, are you actually seeing the picture, though, or not? Uh, I saw it for a second, and now I see it again. Okay. Yes, Just going with the guy on the right. Do one of those guys look familiar to you? Um, it looks like Cody Rhodes got old on the right. Okay. But he's wearing Shady Ray's sunglasses, hopefully. Yes. Uh, by the way, Brent Code on ShadyRays.com. Get two or 50% off two or more pair of shady rays. I mean, you, uh, you, you got to be joking me. Uh, the guy in the left looks a little like Daniel Murphy with the beard. Okay. Just That's all I got. Because the beard. Um, 
Okay. Well, so so th this is uh, okay. So this is Sami Zayn taking on Johnny Knoxville. Yes, Johnny Na Knoxville from the movie Jackass. He is in a oh. wrestling match right now um, in WrestleMania. Casey, who you got? Uh, give me Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. See, here's the thing. It, it, it's it's all set up for Johnny Knoxville to win. I think Sami Zayn somehow finds a way to pull this off. I, I'm sure it's in Vegas. It's definitely an underdog. But I think Sami Zayn, because he's lost way too many times in WrestleManias. I think this is his moment. He beats Johnny Knoxville in an anything goes match. Give me Sami Zayn. Next one's right. on the way up right now. And I've got to pick the winner. You got to yeah, pick this, the winner. This one, I'm not going to lie to you, Brent. This one's going to be a little bit tougher for you to pick. It is not cut and dry a so, one-person operation. So, so, Brad, so the, the, this is a tag team. So you're going to have to pick two sets of girls. Here. Obviously, the tag teams are standing by each other so you can figure it out. This, yeah, is, the, yeah, this is the women's tag team uh, match here. Okay. Uh, while I wait for this to get on my screen, because I'm on a delay, apparently. Apparently. Um, what it's two nights of WrestleMania, right? That's like that happened started last year, is that right? I think I want to say it started two years ago, it was if the, I'm not mistaken. It was the COVID year. It was the COVID where year. Where they did yeah, in the yeah. performance center instead of Tampa. Yep. Oh, they got the belts on the left side. Yes. That means they're the champs. Yes. Yes it does. Um <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go with the champs. Now we need storylines in WrestleMania. I'm going with uh an upset pick. Yep. We got new champs in WrestleMania. The people on the right. Okay. The people on the right. Brent, like all the way to the right because okay, the, this is a tag team. So there's there's four teams here. Yeah. So yeah. you got far. Oh, so, so you're going far right. All the way right. Far right. Okay. So Brent is taking Natalia and uh, Shayna Blazer. She looks mean. She well, she's a former MMA fighter. She's very mean. She she could probably choke you out realistically. Casey, who you got? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, there's only one pick, Sasha Banks here. Yeah, you're right, man. I mean, this is the Vegas favorite. I like your style, Casey. But I'm going with a dark horse. It seems to be um, America's darling here. Give me Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Um, I think in terms of cohesiveness, they're probably the most solid team. And I think it's going to be a little bit of a shocker here at WrestleMania. I'm taking Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley. I like Which it. one is that, by the way? That, uh, Two, four, Liv, six, eight. So Liv Morgan, Rhea, they're, they're the girls that look like they work at Hot Topic. Which one is that then the the girls with, with the eye black dude the, 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 the girls the, the one girl's got tears and black coming down yeah, her face i got you yeah you got it all right oh my goodness <laughs> we're so off the rails all right brent who do you, this should be good who you got out of the next the group of gentlemen's are up brent what do we think uh i'm waiting for them to come up here holy again. cow you need better service yeah, man bro, this, this is ridiculous i can't help that there's a delay on the feeds people don't know this that there's a delay on the feeds, but you're asking me in real time. So yep. I want to make sure I do full homework um, on this, and I'm going with... Uh, Tag Team Championship, by the way. Yeah, the guy on the right. I don't want to root for him, man. I'm going with the guys on the left. Okay. What's wrong with the mustache, gentlemen? The, the, those are the Usos. So we're talking about Shinsuke Nakamura and Boogs taking on uh, the defending champions in the Usos. Casey, what you got? Yeah, uh... I'm sick of the Usos. I uh, yeah. just done with them, so I'll take Shinsuke and the boys. So I think the way the storyline is going to play out is I think they have to win the belts for the storyline to eventually come down the pipe. So I'm taking the Usos to retain. There we go. I like it. Next one's on the way to you. Little filler hey, conversation. There's going to be. Yeah. Okay. How big of a how big of a WrestleMania fan are you? Like on the level of Austin, or bigger, or, or less? I'm very cheap. So uh, I I enjoy it. Uh, Amanda Amanda also likes wrestling. Uh, fun fact: Amanda's dad used to be a pro wrestler, not in WWE. Seriously? Yeah, he was. He was what? a wrestler. 
Um, so she really likes the wrestling. So we usually watch WrestleMania, and I believe we have free uh, Peacock Premium Plus. Yes. Yep. So I think we'll probably tune in. So uh, to answer your question, I'm I'm pretty interested. Wow, that's Peacock awesome. Has the WrestleMania? How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Crazy world we live in. Okay, right. what is this? We have okay, so, WrestleMania. Okay, Brett, so, so the, the featured wrestlers are in the front, and then the guy in the back is that guy's partner. He's not wrestling, though. Okay. Um, you know, I'm a country music guy. Let's take the cowboy hat, dude. <laughs> That's a fedora, though. I ain't a cowboy hat. Oh, it is? Yeah. No, hey, he made his decision. So we got... Uh, <laughs> but fight for the fedora. We got Drew McIntyre taking on... They call him Happy Corbin now. Fun fact, Happy Corbin is undefeated since he became Happy Corbin. With that being said, it's Drew McIntyre. Um, you can't do that guy a disservice and have him lose to Happy Corbin, so I'm taking Drew McIntyre. Casey, I'm sorry I cut you off, man. You finished it off. My bad. Dude. No, you're good. Happy Corbin, Sad Corbin. I forget what they used to call him. King Corbin, yeah. whatever. His actual name, Barrett Corbin. None of them go for me. Give me Drew McIntyre. He's going to claim more of him in the face. Nicely done. Nice pick. Uh, so I love how you guys write the scripts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brent, this, is, this is kind of an obvious one. We got this next one coming at you. I'm going to be disappointed if you don't know at least one of these gentlemen in this I'll, photo. I'll get ready to be disappointed. No, I really don't think so. It might throw you off Whoa, a bit, but yeah. that is who I, you're thinking. I, I can't wait until it's 6 o'clock till Brent finally sees it because his service is failing <laughs> drastically. It is. A little, um, oh, McAfee. We're yeah. going with McAfee. There we go. I got All right. you. All right. Casey, so, yep, so we got Pat McAfee taking on Austin Theory. Yeah, uh, I'm obviously I'm gonna have to go for the brand here. Uh, give me Pat McAfee. Punters are people too. Uh, Austin Theory, he'll have to go somewhere else because he's gonna lose to a punter. So this pains me to say it because I oh. love Pat McAfee. And if you want to go back to his NXT takeover where he wrestled, he got beat as well. So they should give him a victory. But Austin Theory is tied to Vince McMahon. Like Vince McMahon has been an Austin Theory storyline. I feel like you don't put a guy with Vince McMahon unless you don't unless you have big plans for that guy in the future. So it's hard for me to comprehend Austin Theory losing to Pat McAfee. And keep in mind, Pat McAfee's fine. He's still the color commentator of SmackDown. He he, he can afford to lose all he wants. Austin Theory can't. I'm taking Austin Theory. I hear you. Shout out, though, by the way, uh, to Pat McAfee, the fact that he was a punter and is now in WWE. The dude is literally living his dream. Seriously living his best life. I mean, he, he has, a, he has a, a great sports show, probably the best commentator right now in professional wrestling. The guy's killing it. Well, you could just do like a 30 for 30 on McAfee. Why hasn't yeah. that come out yet? Maybe it's in the works. Also, um, I think the storyline is easier here, to your point, Austin, that if he does lose, just goes right back to the booth, right? Of course. So you don't have to yeah, like, extend yeah. the storyline. And he can keep making appearances down the road. Yeah. But I, I like McAfee for the win. Well, I, I, and I think Vegas actually has him winning as well. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, look at that. We killed enough time to get this going. Yep. Yeah. This is a nice job on the photos here, by the way. Now, you should, yeah, this is a great job, Casey. You should recognize the guy on the right, Brent, maybe. Yeah. We, uh, if, I kind of feel like I need to pick against so. Logan Paul yeah. because I like you, right? Thank you. And so <laughs> I know you don't like when these guys are fighting and, and just jumping in there as, like, YouTube stars. Yeah, it's professional and, wrestling. It's different now. I know. But yeah, yeah. also, like, Mysterio... That was like a guy back in my childhood, too, right? Oh, yeah. He's been yeah. doing it. And then that's actually his son next to him now. There we go. So I'm going with those guys. Who towers over Rey Mysterio, by the way. Yep. So we got The Miz taking on Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio. I'm sorry. The Miz and Logan Paul taking on Rey and Dominic Mysterio. Casey, who you got? I'm not going to lie to you. I like Rey Mysterio. But listen, I'm going to keep it a buck. Yep. I like Prime. That's Logan Paul's drink. 
not going to lie, Logan Paul's. What the heck is Prime? Yeah, pr- drink Prime. Shout out Logan Paul. Is uh, it an alcoholic beverage or just a, what is it? Uh, listen, it's it's a uh, sports drink, as okay. they would say. Sure. Um, so I don't I don't want you to even say the name of it and get in some trouble. So, oh, yeah, good call. Uh, yeah, it is a sports <laughs> beverage. I enjoy it, um, but that's all I'll say on that. Uh, I hate to do it to you, but give me Logan Paul and the Miz. So here, here's the thing about this match. They're teasing like Ray and Dominic Mysterio are eventually going to split and there's going to be like a father and son battle. The question is, does it happen in WrestleMania or do they make it through this match and it happens later? I'm taking the latter. I think Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio win this one. All right. So the next one we got coming up for you, Brent, when that uh, dial-up connection comes through for you uh, is an exciting one. Uh, I don't know if you'll recognize either of these people, but uh, in my opinion, it might be the match of the uh, whole entire WrestleMania. You're not wrong. Night. You are not wrong. Really? Yeah. Um, how many more do we here? have, by the way? Uh, roughly five. Five Four. more to go. Mm. Wow. Um, I, wanna... I don't like the fact that Cody Rhodes has changed over to WrestleMania now either, by the way. Just well, yeah, and I'm sure Tony kind of like the fact we're breaking down WrestleMania either, but hey, what are you going to do, you know? Yeah, I'm going to take the uh, young lady on the right. Bianca Belair, Brent is taking. Yep, so we got Becky Lynch taking on Bianca Belair. Last time Becky these two, Lynch, I have heard of her. Yep, last time these two her. faced off, Becky Lynch uh, won the title from Bianca Belair in a matter of about like 10 seconds, I believe. Casey, who you got? Uh, yeah, Brent is absolutely wrong. Uh, Becky Lynch oh, wow. is my favorite. Give me, give me Becky Lynch uh, easy. See, I'm taking Bianca Belair. Here. Oh, my. Yeah, because Becky Lynch doesn't need the belt. I think Bianca Belair needs it. Becky Lynch is a star regardless. That's fair. She yeah. is She is a star, and she's I, back I now. agree, Austin. That's why I went with her. My man, Brent, I see you doing your homework. I appreciate you. Mm, good job, Brent. All right, so, Brent, these <laughs> oh, guys wow, these guys coming up, you should potentially recognize at least he one. Maybe both. definitely won't. On the left? No. Let's go Let's well, go back to the Cody Rhodes thing for a moment. Let's go place a bet here. Brent knows the guy on the left. Okay, what do you got? I just don't understand. Like, I don't like it. Like, he, he kind of helped with the AEW, and now no, he's already sure. back. No, for sure. He spearheaded like, it. I mean, uh, it, it, I don't... Doesn't sit well with me. Am I homering up here? No, you're not, you're not homering up, Brent. Like, I, I get where you're coming from. And trust me, I, there's a lot of people in AEW that are upset about it, too. Um, and, like, even, like, his brother spoke out about it. Uh, who's in AEW? Dustin. So, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he made a decision that's best for his family. I'm sure he's making a lot more money in WWE than he is in AEW. Um, and keep in mind, like, you know, his dad does have the pedigree of WWE. There's a there's a, a big tournament named after his dad, Dusty Rhodes. So maybe there's something to do with it. I, I don't know, man. I mean, it's, it's the sport of wrestling. You can't always get what you want. All right. I think that's Triple H on the left. So I'm going with yep. him at his farewell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that's Edge uh, taking oh. on AJ Styles. But but, but you're fair. I mean, Edge is an older gentleman himself. Um, he's on his last. I thought leg. that was a hell of an effort by me too. I was, like, <laughs> was confident and everything. It was it was all right. It was all right. Casey, who do you got between Edge and he was so confident with it? Too. Yeah, I know he, he, he was felt so good about confident it. Confident with it too. Uh, <laughs> who do you got between Edge and AJ Styles? Yeah, don't like AJ Styles at all. Uh, and I do like Edge from back in the childhood days. Glad that he's back and able to wrestle. So without a doubt, give me Edge. Yeah, I mean you know it's hard because. AJ Styles wrestled The Undertaker last year. It's kind of The Undertaker's farewell. Um, Styles kind of put him over, you know, if you will. I mean, I feel like the same is going to happen this year. Like, I have a hard time seeing Edge is going to lose at WrestleMania in front of a crowd. He's going to have his WrestleMania moment. Give me Edge. Agreed. Brent, coming to you. We got two more. These ones are big ones. These are the heavy hitters, Brent. Uh, you, These ones are big ones. You should. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Because <laughs> when you see the picture, bro, it's not going to go well. Man. Uh, oh, I, can, can I just have one wrestling segment without it going off the rails, guys? 
Yeah, well, sorry, I messed it up with Triple H. But yeah, I thought yeah. I was doing well. Yeah, you're Are we having right. Triple H? Is he fighting this weekend? No, 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 no. Never he's, again. No, P, he's, 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 oh, he's, he's already left. Retired. He's already gone. Wink, wink. He's supposedly retired. Yeah, see, that's where you confused me. You mentioned Triple H this week, and I was like, oh, you want him to come back, the Cody Rhodes thing. Yeah, I get it. He's yeah, going to call yep. him out. Yep. yep, understood. Oh, that's, uh, what's her name? Rousey. There we'll we take go. Ronda Rousey. And, and wh- who's the girl on the left? We saw her at the Super Bowl. You've you've hung out with her dad a couple times on television. On television. Oh, Flair. Yep. <laughs> can, we, can we get a first uh, name though, Mrs. I Flair? Say we, it's Becky. Becky. Becky, Becky we, Flair. We, we just had Becky Lynch Becky though. Flair? You know? Veronica. Veronica Flair. <laughs> no. Uh, where where is Ric Flair from? Yeah. I don't know. Bro, we just talked about a team in the city that her name is for a bit. Sam Darnold lives there. Not for long though. Caroline. Charlotte. There yeah. it is. Welcome Dang. back. Welcome back. Oh. I hope Rick, I Sorry, hope, Charlotte. Sorry. I, I hope Ric Flair. That's fine. She, she's a heel. She's super mean, but I hope Ric Flair's not listening. <laughs> uh, Casey, Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. I think this is the main event of the first night. Yeah, I yeah. believe you're right. Uh, got love for both of them, but uh, if Amanda's listening, she knows what it is. Give me Ronda Rousey. Yeah, to me, it's going to be Ronda Rousey. She came back for a reason. This is why I think Becky Lynch is actually going to lose her belt because she's going to go on and challenge uh, Ronda, uh, yeah, Ronda Rousey once again. It'll be Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch um, at some sort of pay-per-view in the future, maybe SummerSlam. So give me Ronda Rousey. Which I would not be mad at, by the way. Brent, believe this is the last one last we have. Last but not least. Uh, While we have some time to kill here, I won't say anything um, to, to offend anybody. Please but don't. I will say this, that the fact that you married Amanda and she likes sports, she likes you first of all but she also yeah. likes wrestling too yeah well, that's pretty good like we're i'm happily married like that's fine we're, but to have your wife like wrestling too that's pretty yeah that, does she under podcast rare. casey <laughs> uh you know she might be up for it but yeah it is pretty wa- uh, rare that is hence why when i found out about these qualities that are in high school i just couldn't let her go yeah man M- meanwhile i'm stuck with the real housewives and other stuff and i can't you know it's just me and roan's watching yeah, wrestling, i got the bachelor yeah, you got the Hallmark Channel. I also watch The Bachelor, though. It's a trade-off. It's not really a trade-off, but I like The Bachelor. Yeah. 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 Please don't see mm-hmm. it ever again. It was crazy, though. Uh, Wasn't it the the, the the finale? Yeah. No, I tell you what. You know what I'm hey, saying? Brad, and, and listen, I, I'm a Bachelor hater, too, but I saw the highlights. You want to talk about a guy manipulating three women at the same time. <laughs> no, I'm saying. My, my they word. They hated him. The, the mental gymnastics that that dude was going through. You can't yeah. tell three people you love them. You know, no, you just can't do it. You can't. And then proceed to have, you know, to uh, hook up with them as well. Oh, I know. Oh, We've got off man, on nerve. Well, Brad, should, it's, it's big news, man. It's off. I saw the tell-all show. It was terrible. They hated him. As you should Listen, I, I, I should know. I think I know the guy on the right. I should know the guy on the left. You should know both. And I know this is the heavyweight stuff or the big one. But uh, I, I know there also was a recent like um, passing, and I don't want to disrespect anyone, Mm -hmm. so I'm not gonna guess because that name is on the tip of my tongue. Okay. Um, so I'm not guessing here, and I should know, but I don't. Well, okay. I mean, I'll say the recent passing was Scott Hall. Yeah, was but Razor, was his character? It was Razor Ramon. Yes. Well, I want to say that it's one of these. That's Roman Reigns. Okay, Brad. Yeah. Who's the guy on the left? Part of the UFC. Part of the UFC. Played yeah, for the Vikings. Uh, Lesnar. Yeah. yeah. First name. First name. Bring it Rock. home. Rock. Yes. Yeah. Hit the button. Hit the button, Casey. I wasn't ready. Bring it home on a Friday. <laughs> Bring it home on a Friday. 
Who says Brent can't talk wrestling? All right, Brent, main event, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, you called it. Yeah, What's going to happen? It's, it's going to be a tough pick right here. I can go oh, by the way, I'm, I'm going to state line. this. So it, it's belt versus belt. So it's the Raw belt versus SmackDown belt. Winner take all. I got Roman Reigns, baby. Okay. Roman Reigns for Brent Martineau. Casey, what do you got? You know, man, more talk on Amanda. Her favorite is Roman Reigns. Oh, he's she so loves good. Roman Reigns. He's, he's fantastic. And, and nobody could like, ever saw it as a heel. And the best part about it, I met Roman Reigns at the Super Bowl, one of my son's favorite wrestlers. Um, I go to Roman Reigns, hey, thanks for always being a great role model for my son. You're awesome. Thank you very much. Like, five months later, the guy hits somebody with a chair and turns heel. And now my son's watching it crying because, like, what happened to Roman Reigns? I'm like, yeah, dude, sorry. He went, he went bad. <laughs> I guess you have to keep liking John Cena or somebody or Cody Rhodes. But, Casey, what do you got? Yeah, strictly because of that and because uh, Amanda likes him and because I don't like him. And for some reason, I don't like Brock either. But give me Brock Lesnar. Okay. Roman Reigns, we're talking about a guy, I think, who's had the title 400-something days now, I want to say. It's been a year and some change. I think it stays on him. And I think eventually we get what the rumors are speculating. It's going to be... Roman Reigns versus the cousin, his cousin, The Rock, is going to come back out of retirement to wrestle Roman Reigns for the belts. So I'm taking Roman Reigns as the winner. All right, there it is. Give me a hell yeah! That's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Nicely done. And Stone Cold is making an appearance as well, but we're not sure if he's going to wrestle yet. Time will tell. What other appearances are we going to see here? So you're going to see Stone Cold Steve Austin on the Kevin Owens show. Um, and it's just a show right now, but they actually might wrestle as well, which I hope that's the case because Stone Cold will always be my favorite wrestler. I would think a lot of people would say that. Yeah. We're done, right, Casey? That's oh, it. we're done. Yeah. She wrote. <laughs> I know. We hey, kind of blew right through that hey, Brent. last break, but it was fun. Hey, Brent. I'm yeah. proud of you, man. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate you. you including me. Yeah. And um, you better hope I don't have more wins than you guys. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> For sure. <laughs> I would keep an eye on that. Yep. Uh, the proof is in the recording. And yeah, by the absolutely. way, you can always go back and listen to show action sports chats on ESPN six. Oh, we didn't open cars. <laughs> Subscribe to the podcast. I'll see you Monday. We'll see. Yeah, we'll do it Monday. Subscribe to uh, our uh, YouTube channel as well. We'll do it Monday, leading into the national championship game. How about that? I'll see you from Augusta, uh, Georgia, as well on Monday. It's the week of the Masters, and as of now, Tiger is playing WrestleMania weekend, Final Four weekend. Fellas, have a good weekend. You too, man. Take it easy. All right, uh, we'll see you on TV as well all weekend long, everybody. Thanks for listening on ESPN 690.